0: Edition is as time goes by. I'm the host of this podcast, Rich O'Brien. The primary purpose of these podcasts is to serve the general area of Kiowa County, Colorado, and the town of Eads in particular. Now, we're certainly open to announcing important functions taking place in our area. We're especially interested in discussing services that are available, and that's where we are today. We have as our guests Shannon Ellenberg. Shannon, welcome to our podcast. Thank we're you. Glad to have you. Uh, Sh- Shannon is the uh, advisor for FBLA, the Future Business Leaders of America, and we're we've got you here to tell us what that means.
1: All right. Well, you are off to a good start. It stands for Future Business Leaders of America, so it is a student organization in our high school where students in the business program but also in the ag program can join our organization and get exposed to a variety of business skills, business knowledge, etc. Pretty much like it says, future business leaders of America. The relationship to the
0: ag program, that is new to me. How did that work?
1: Well it's always a little confusing especially to our eighth graders. When they become freshmen in high school they have to choose either the business program or the agriculture program to stay in for four years. Now FBLA is a student organization that doesn't require you to be strictly a business student. So an ag student can join our student organization. Um, so, but
0: So they tie them together somehow?
1: In well, and- it's an option for ag students. Now, kids in the agriculture program are required to be an FFA, and a student District in Farmers the, of America, yes, exactly. and students in the business program are actually not allowed to be an FFA, but it is not the same rules when it comes to FBLA. So an ag student can be an FBLA student organization, even if they're not in the business program.
0: So that said, we're talking about how to hone skills, Yep, I take it, uh, to enter the business world, which is what's going to happen to all of us as we go through school.
1: Yes. It's a great organization because 80% of jobs require some sort of business knowledge. Even agriculture is a business. You know, you have to have some sort of business knowledge to run a successful farming operation. My husband's been a farmer and rancher for a very long time and uh, I definitely see the business skills he has to make to run his operation. So it really is a great st- student organization for students who join and take advantage of the many opportunities provided throughout the school year. You know, I understand that
0: because I spent a few hours, a few days ago, uh, with one of our lunches uh, just going through the process. The first day process, you might say, uh, so that I could learn. A city boy, I don't know anything about ranching, but he's teaching me. And I want to know how these things operate. Mm -hmm. Why do I want to know? Because I can talk to others about it, and we can discuss whether it's a a viable thing for them to be involved in. Mm -hmm. So you're saying the business end of it exists in ranching and farming just as it does in Ice cream stores, let's say. Absolutely. I don't know why I said ice cream stores, except maybe <laughs> I like to have one about right now. Yes. So at the high school, how many students do you have involved in the program? Uh,
1: this year we had 29 FBLA members.
0: Sounds pretty good.
1: Yep. So more than half of the high school. We have about 50 kids in the high school, so more than half typically join the FBLA organization regardless if they're in the business or the ag program, which is very exciting.
0: So how did they get any practical uh, on-hand experience?
1: Well, um, we do try. It's very difficult with our schedule. We try to coordinate job shadowing once in a while. Um, Like I said, that's difficult with the school schedule, the way it's set up, and the classes only being 52 minutes and whatnot. And the kids are just so busy when they're involved in everything. The other way they can get the practical experience is through the competitive events. So there's over 70 competitive events to choose from in the FBLA organization. Some of them are online tests. Some of them are presentations about a certain business topic. Some of them are You know, you write a report, some of them you edit a video. There's just such a wide array of competitive events. So when kids choose to compete in one or more of those events, that can help them. You know, maybe a light bulb comes on about, hey, I really like doing this. And if nothing else, some of these events, especially the events I call live events, where they have to give a speech or make a presentation or be part of a role play scenario, those are skills that, regardless of what they go into in the future, is going to help prepare them.
0: And that's within the school itself. Yep. Uh, is there
1: competition outside
0: the school with other FBLA groups? Oh yes, it, it's
1: yes. We when our students, you know, sign up to compete in the district conference, for instance, Eads is in District Seven, and there's over five hundred. FBLA members from Southeastern Colorado just in District 7. And so they're competing against, you know, many kids in each event. How have you done? Well, I think we've done pretty good. Now, this last year was pretty challenging because a virtual competition and not getting Um, to go and do workshops and compete in front of an actual judge you know
0: yeah
1: right but all in all I feel like we've had a pretty successful chapter the last you know 17 years or so competing in events
0: do you encourage uh, participation in obvious in uh, business outside the high school and in other words, grocery stores and places like that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> like I said, when uh, when kids are involved in so many things, they really do not have a lot of free time. I mean, their nights, their weekends are taken up. They, you know, so the kids that actually have time to get in jo- uh, get a job in one of our local businesses—that's just icing on the cake.
0: I would think so. And if
1: we can squeeze in a job shadow here and there, you know, our counselor helps coordinate um, job shadows as much as she can, too. We had a, a kid that's graduating that did some job shadowing this year. It was online, of course, but anything a student can do to get exposed to something is awesome.
0: A, brings up a thought, Ellen. Uh, Ellen. Shannon, <laughs> Ellen. Burger. I'll, get it, I'll get it right. <laughs> happens all the time. Yeah, I bet it does. Um, it brings up this thought. What What about, uh, do you have any kind of a record or um, a history of what happens when the kids get out of school and go on into business? Do you keep
1: up with that? Is uh, there a way to do I, that? I do in my mind. You know, I'm, I'm very familiar with what kids have done uh well just like in this building we're sitting in you know this half is, is Jordan Barnett. She was a business student. And for me to get to put decals on her window, because she's now a lawyer, (laughs) that's a pretty awesome thing. You know, on Sunday morning, I did decals in Lamar for a former business student who has an eye doctor business in Lamar. And so I really do, you know, keep tabs on these kids, you know, through Facebook or just, you know, may I just, we keep in touch, I guess, however that happens and I usually know you know what they're up to and what they're doing and
0: because I think listening to this podcast I would you know, encourage anyone but certainly uh, parents of kids who are in high school who are opting out in or into FBLA uh, to understand these things because there are opportunities one way or the other out there you know I, I mentioned to you I have, before we went on that I have a, a daughter who went through a business course in high school business group she was a, a page for a, a company that she now runs mm-hmm. you know i mean what about that 24 years in this one business and she was a page and then she became ultimately the president of that company yep and still is to this day yep so there, there are opportunities, aren't there? If if a person, you know, I, I grew up in the time when, uh, you know, post depression, when uh, you 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 learned from your parents that work was not a dirty word,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was a, it was something you did because you needed to do it, and uh, that, I would assume, just judging from what I've gathered from what you do, you sort of push that idea. I do.
1: I do. And, you know, I set the bar high, I guess, for students and kind of push them and reward them as much as I can. And, you know, uh, for some kids, that's kind of a turnoff, but I feel like I'm doing the right thing to set the bar high and push them to try to accomplish as much as they can in high school. Because even from a maturity level if they're not quite sure what they want to do when they grow up or they they just want to have fun in high school like you were talking about earlier you know with your daughter this is a fun age and I you know I get it but you know there's so much competition for jobs out there and you know what you're going to do with your life and so I feel like my job is just to be one part of planting a seed in their mind to give them something to think about.
0: Well said. I think that's (laughs) a good idea. Uh, uh, Because, and and it may be through FBLA, Mm -hmm. or it may be through FAA, or any other, uh, you know, did I say FAA? Yes, you did.
1: (laughs) That's another career path, but yeah. (laughs) FFA. Yes. Then there's always AAA. What can yeah. I say? Uh, AARP, yeah. The, the alpha, not yet. No. The, the alphabet
0: uh, drives us crazy, doesn't yeah. it, these days? Well,
1: and you that. know, I have a daughter that's just completed her first year of college, and she's an animal science major. <clears throat> she was a real lover of FFA. She still is. I'm very proud of what she accomplished, but I think she's finding out right now that uh, – some of those business classes she's had to take might pay off based on the direction she might be going here in the next couple of years and so I've always felt like in my mind and just my opinion you know some sort of a business background or business set of skills definitely can't hurt you since you don't really know what you want to be when you grow up at this age you said it's your opinion that's a that's a statement of humility
0: because you know it's true. Yeah. It isn't just your your idea. You've learned it uh, as you've come through school and so forth, and uh, you're a hard worker. You do other things besides uh, the work at the school, and I, I think there's that point to be made. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that, that every kid doesn't get it, and we have problems with kids sometimes.
1: But overall,
0: are we talking about what? The statistics show Mm -hmm. that there is that component that you just mentioned. Yep. That uh, it pays off.
1: (laughs) Yep. Well. Even
0: for those, I'm sorry, even for those who don't think it will. Yeah. uh, Well, it's it's
1: a difficult age to be thinking about what you want to do for the rest of your life. So all we can do as teachers, whether it's business, ag, English, history, we just, our job is to plant seeds and try to get them excited about something.
0: Well I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and a lot of, of kids change of my so. so <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, that's right. There is the there is that. There is the matter of change and structures change. What we look like as a government or as a as a culture today is not what we looked like 20 years ago. Yeah. Or yep. 30 and then you go way back and it gets really complicated. And uh you know, I've I've heard people talking about how uh, in our country we've got to look a little bit more like they did after World War II, you know, picking up the pieces and 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 building a culture that works. Works is yep. again that that's that word, isn't it? Yep, <laughs> for <laughs> that, sure. That's the word. So if you were if you were um, speaking before your class right now, uh, what would be your uh, let's say? Your parting shot. The kids are about to go out now, and this is it. There, there's no more meeting with uh, Mrs. Ellenberger. There's there's now the matter of getting it done. They're they're, they're graduating. Mm-hmm. What do you tell them?
1: Well, I I guess I don't really tell them anything different um, than what I've said off and on. You know, my kids know that I get on these soapboxes about anything from personal finance to finding something you love and trying to get good you know I try not to get on my soapboxes too much anymore because they just roll their eyes but I would (laughs) tell the graduates you know like I've been telling them you know try to find something that you're going to enjoy doing for your career and then it won't feel like work we've all heard that So many times, you know, find a job you love and you won't work a day in your life. And it takes a a little bit longer to try to figure what that is. But don't go do something because this is what somebody told you you had to go do. You know, or maybe it's a a fad right now, a a fad career or something. You know, go find something that when you get up in the morning, you're not going to dread going to work.
0: (laughs) It's a mantra for sure, but it's true. Yeah. And what do we say to to people who, uh, to youngsters in school who observe, unfortunately, a lack of that kind of zeal and effort uh, in their parents or in the culture they're in, whatever that is. Uh, How do we approach that? Uh,
1: That's, to be honest, that's my toughest job as a teacher right now is, uh, I guess, compensating for... Um, I don't know how to say it. I guess maybe not the best home life. You know, I I don't want a a student to feel like just because their parents dropped out or they're in a single family home and, you know, or their parents have been in trouble with the law, I don't want them to feel like that has everything to do with what their path is going to be. And you give them that opportunity to know that. Yes. So that makes it a little bit harder for me to want them to join the business program, which is, can be challenging at times, or want to be in FBLA because maybe their confidence is low or maybe nobody's ever set that bar kind of high. So I just, if I could get them to join, I feel like, okay, now I can work with them a little bit.
0: Future business leaders of America <laughs> yeah. at Eads High School. Thank you, Shannon Ellenberger. You're welcome. Another word before we go?
1: Uh, No, thank you very much for having me.
0: Very nice to have you here on this podcast.
1: Thank you.